welcome back to the place where music means more. This is Three Songs in the Truth with your host, Landon Hornacek. Hi and hello everyone and welcome back to Three Songs in the Truth. I'm your host, Landon Hornacek. It is officially the best month of the year. That's right, it is Christmas time. So what better way to kick it off than with our favorite country songs? That's right, I said country songs. We're going to give our top three favorite country songs of all time. I say R because today I am joined by a special guest, one of the biggest country music fans I know, even though he likes Hank Williams Jr., who sucks. Uh, this is my boy Caleb Wilkins. Caleb, how's it going, man? It's going good, man. Glad to be here. Absolutely. So uh, give the audience a little bit of, of your music taste. You know, what, what are you kind of into? So I'm not I'm not into that, like, pop country and more, like, old traditional country music. Uh, big George Strait fan. Uh New stuff like a lot of Luke Combs, so just just more traditional. So not like a big Sam Hunt guy. Uh, he's he's like he, top he, three country he, artist ever. Uh, <laughs> a few songs here and there are all right, but I'm just trying to get you tilted right now. Well, today we are going, like I said, to give our top three favorite songs. Um, country music, I've said it in previous episodes, is by far my favorite my favorite genre. Um, honestly, I don't even think anything can come close to it. Um, and especially with some of the artists that we have um, in our in our three songs between me and Caleb, um, when you compare them to other bands or other artists, it's just like, how can country not be better? So I know country is your favorite genre, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. What would you say is like your top three favorite genres? Oh, man. I don't listen to a lot. I know. <laughs> uh, country, definitely number one. Um, Probably rap. I mean, listen I to a lot. I wouldn't say it's your favorite. There's, uh, there's r- just... rap when I'm like trying to get hype. You know, I'm right. at the gym, about to play a baseball game. Yeah. And third would probably be uh, uh, praise and worship music. Yeah, honestly, I would have to say the same. Um, that's just because I've been the son of a worship leader for so long. So how could I not like praise and worship music? Absolutely. But we're gonna try a little different format today. We're actually gonna alternate songs. In the past episodes, it's been uh, the guest is giving their three songs, and then I have. But I feel like that's kind of kind of lame it's just like boom guest is talking for 15 minutes boom i'm talking for 15 minutes i want it to be more of a talkative thing so we're actually going to start with caleb's first song caleb what is your first top three country song of all time and before he says it anyone who's older than we are we're just a bunch of 20 year old kids we don't know your classic john denver i mean we know alan jackson george Strait, but these are in our opinion our top three country songs so caleb what is your song i don't know if these are Top three. They're, I mean, there's so many great oh, ones. Uh, in no order, I'm going to go with uh, Troubadour by George Strait. Um, such an amazing song, especially by the King of Country. Uh, you don't get much better than that. Yeah. So uh, you say King of Country, George Strait. I would kind of like to argue with you, Alan uh, Jackson. Uh, I Give mean, me I, an argument for George Strait. Let's go. Uh, more uh, number one hits. Okay. Touche. I don't know. I just think... I guess it's personal opinion, but Alan Jackson um, is one of the guys who, like, gave me a gateway into country music. Like, um, It's Five O'Clock Somewhere, just such a classic song. Even if you don't like country music, how could you not like it? Um, I feel what, I feel like more of Alan Jackson stuff, if you're not a country listener, you probably have heard more of Alan Jackson's music yeah. rather than George Strait's. Yeah, no, and I don't get me wrong, I absolutely love George Strait, but... I honestly, and this might make me a fraud of country music loving, I don't know that many George Strait songs. Um, 
I know, like, some of the newer ones he has, like, Give It All We Got Tonight, I Got a Car. Uh, of course, I know the older ones. Like, I know Troubadour, obviously. I know Give It Away. But other than that, I mean. Uh, check Yes or No? Check it. Okay. Who doesn't know that? But it's just for me, I don't know. George Strait's never been a big thing of mine. But what makes Troubadour such an amazing song for you? Why is it? I know I knew you were going to put it in your top three, but what what do you love about it so much? Uh, I mean, it's such a good song just to like go down the road and listen to. I mean, I mean, you got one of the greatest to ever do it, and you're talking about him when he started and how he's getting older and stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just it's just such a great song. Sometimes I feel like Jesse James, still trying to make a name, knowing nothing's gonna change what I am. And that's something you got to give him credit with. He has been making bangers for 20, 30 years almost. And that's something most people can't do. Um, that So that is something, I mean, he's definitely top three country artists of all time, in my opinion. Um, if, I, if I went to a George Strait concert today and he walked down on stage singing Troubadour for the very first song, I might tear up. Really? Yeah. Hey, that's good. That's why it's in your top three. Well, going into my first song, um, the man I argued about, George Strait being the best with, Alan Jackson. It is my favorite song by Alan Jackson by far. It's Drive. Um, uh, I know that's one of your favorite yeah, songs, too. amazing song. It's just, I like I said, Alan Jackson, arguably the greatest country artist of all time. I mean, you can say arguably because there's so many good ones, and I don't think you can straight up say, boom, this is the best. But I personally, I think the reason this is his best song is because it personifies like everything he's about. Um, and in the thing, it's family over everything. Yeah. And uh, it's just such a common theme of all of his songs. Now, of course, he has songs like Five O'Clock Somewhere, um, where he's talking about drinking, which that, hey, that's the main part of life, too, you know? So, uh, but, Yeehaw. <laughs> Yeehaw, that's right. But, like, he's just, he's such a f- big family guy. And this song just, it's so awesome because it's talking about his childhood. Um, his teenage years, and then it talks about at the end having daughters of his own, and it, it's just so cool. It's such a good storyline. I for know. A song. Oh, I know. And just to think, like that, his life back in his day, it wasn't like Xbox and PS4. I mean, he literally had probably had the times of his life driving down just as much more yeah, simpler time in the water with the in the boat with his dad. Never be forgotten. It was just an old plywood boat, the seventy-five Johnson. Electric choke. A young boy, two hands on the wheel. I can't replace the way it made me feel, and I would turn a sharp knife. Learning wide. how to drive with his dad and stuff. It, and it's just, it makes you think like simpler times. It would just be so awesome to have stuff like that. If we still lived in that era, absolutely. What would songs be written about nowadays? Like, I feel like it would be, some songs today would just be so good. So, like I said, Alan Jackson Drive. Um, if you haven't heard it, who are you? Um, you suck. Sorry, I hate to say it. If you stop listening, you suck. It's just such an amazing song. Um, shout out to Caitlin. It's probably her favorite song. Um, but, yeah, so what's your second song? Let's go into the second song. I know these are kind of newer. We kind of saved our older ones for, for the beginning. But what you got? Uh this guy might go down as one of the greatest of all time. Um, he's new to the game. I'd say 
probably the last three, four years, he's really like made his come up. But I'm gonna go with even though I'm leaving by Luke oh. Combs. Oh man, I, there there's no way that anyone will ever not anyone will ever top Luke Combs for my favorite artist. I mean, just the if you have not listened to the song, the story behind this song is 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 so oh. real and so like emotional. I mean, it took me probably a couple of times here in the song to really like understand what the song was about but once i did i mean every time i listen to that song now i, I get i get chill bumps before he went to bed he grabbed my hand and said just cause i'm leaving it don't mean it i won't be right by your side when you need me you can't see me I played it for my mom one time, and she, my mom's a, a big baby. She cries over everything, but she heard it, and she just couldn't help but cry. I mean, and before anyone says anything, his dad doesn't go into the Army. He goes into the Army. We, Thank you. We were talking to some, I think we were talking to Miles about that earlier. Yes. Miles was like, oh, yeah, it's so sad when his dad goes in the military. Well, no, it's not. And just a uh, heads up, it's not, this song's not about Luke Combs. Like his dad is still alive yeah. and everything, but it, the storyline is just. I mean, Luke uh, Combs is is. I mean, uh, I'm going to talk a lot about him just because I'm a Luke Combs fanatic. But uh, I mean, he, he's a lyrical genius uh, in, the, in the things that he writes, and uh, just the the emotion and the ways that he he sings a song. I mean, it's it's unbelievable. If if you ever get the chance to see him live, you have to. I know both of us have seen him live. But if you if you want to see a, a show and you want to hear someone who honestly I think he sounds better live than he does recording. Oh, absolutely! I think that recording kind of cuts out some of the the perfect notes he hits. But I mean, this dude is just and, he can sing. And, I mean, he can sing in such an old soul. I know. Oh my goodness! I mean, uh, and, and the fact that this guy didn't even pick up a guitar till he was twenty one years old didn't really. I mean, it was. 30 credit hours away from graduating with a degree and dropped it to follow a, what at the time what he thought was a long shot music career. Yeah. And now he's... He's he, 29. He's he's the face of country music. He's the face right of country now. music, and he's 29. And he's going to be writing songs forever. He's going to be the next George Strait, Alan Jackson. He's just going to be writing songs. And the thing that makes him so special is in every song he writes, he or every song he sings, he has written some part of it. Yes, I mean, uh, I mean, most of his songs he he's written by himself. But I mean, of course, he has his team that he works with. But uh, if I'm not mistaken, I don't think there's a song that you know, like another artist or somebody has wrote. No, and then not like a God's Country, Blake Shelton. Yeah, like Hardy wrote that song. Yeah, I don't that I know of. I'm not sure. I would honestly like to look that up. But something I know we've talked about is he hasn't written a song that I haven't liked. Oh, and I, there's maybe one exception. His on his most recent album, "Loving on You," I haven't been a big fan of that song. It might grow on me. I mean, even though I, I'm, I'm with you, that's that's not my favorite song. Yeah. But I can still listen to it and yeah, enjoy the song. It's not a bad song. No, it's not a bad song. It's not a bad song by any means. But no. compared to the genius work that he's done Ugh. on the rest of that album and the album before, and the music he came out with before, I mean, it, it, it's it's kind of unmatched. His and uh, his. Uh, Remix, not I wouldn't say remix, but his cover of uh, Brooks and Dunn. Oh yeah. Oh my goodness, that song! I tell you what, brand new man. I just and when he released his latest album, I think two days after he released it, I went on the iTunes and checked like the top charts, and his whole album covered 
uh, yeah. spots one through twelve on the top yeah. charts. It was country insane. Music, top charts and and he, on the top twenty five, he had four songs in the top twenty five. I looked on iTunes, and this man already it, it when he releases a new song, it's gonna be it's gonna be a number one hit. Yeah, I mean. I, he has to have probably around six number one hits now and is three or four years into the game. And what people don't realize is when you have a to- when you have a song in the top 25 on iTunes for all genres in such a pop-heavy culture, to be able to do that, that means you're putting out good music. That means even people who don't necessarily like country music like your stuff. I mean, because, I mean, it's kind of known not? that country music is more popular down south and up north and in the west right. people are listening more rap that's why you go on itunes and you check the top charts and you see nothing but rap music but i mean that's that's a big accomplishment to to make that my mom is as northern as it gets and she's never been a big country music fan she loves luke combs oh yeah i mean this dude is just changing the game and we could go on and on and on and talk about luke combs i mean it's just crazy so um my second song uh it I'm just going to go ahead and change the order since we've been talking about Luke Combs. Might as well keep doing it. Um, my second song is One Number Away oh, yeah. by Luke Combs. Um, that, the first time I heard that song, I was just like, what? Did he write this song? Like, how how could you be so good at writing a song? And it's just so crazy. Like, the lyrics to it, it's so sad. And I don't know if you've have you seen the music video for it? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I Dude, I teared up. I'm not even going to lie. Like, well, call me a baby. The uh, excuse me, uh, the music video for that also feeds off one of his other music videos. I'm not sure which one. Actually, she got the best me. Yes. Feeds off of, it yeah, yeah, feeds yeah. off of that because in the beginning of that music video, he walks in on the TV. You know, the car crash from the music video "One Number Away" is is on the TV, which which I thought was very cool. Yeah, I honestly didn't even know that. I haven't actually seen the music video for it. I'm gonna have to check that out, but. Just going back into this song, it uh, just like I said, the story behind it is just so, so, so good. I'm one number away from calling you. I said I was through, but I'm dying inside. Got my head in a mess. Girl, I confess, I lied when I said I'm leaving and not coming back. My feet are whiskey or the midnight rain. But everywhere I go, I see your face in my brain. If I'm not mistaken, this song came out closer to when Hurricane came out. Yeah, his, his, it, it his... was the same album. Um, it came, I think it came out a little after Hurricane. I, Hurricane was really his first big hit that everyone knows. Yeah. Um, obviously, he had released stuff on EPs, but Hurricane was his first number one. And don't get me wrong, all of his EPs are oh, amazing. Oh, yeah. Like I said, like there's not one song he's released. EPs, albums, nothing that I don't like. Um, but this song, uh, I mean... It's so hard for me to choose a favorite Luke Combs song because they're all so good. But this one is the one that stood out to me the most the first time I heard it. Like, yeah. I heard it and I was just repeat, repeat, repeat. I, I honestly probably learned every word in one day. Um, if you if you ever get a chance, anyone listening, you too, Caleb, I'm going to look it up right now. It's it's the song live. He plays it live. I believe it's... Beyond? No, no. This It's one number away. Okay, it's uh, live at 1201. And I'm one number away from calling you. I said I was through, but I'm dying inside. Got my head in a mess. Girl, I confess I lied when I said I'm leaving and not coming back. Might be the whiskey or 
the midnight rain. But everywhere I go, um, which is a little, he debuted a few songs off of his first album. This one's for you, and he plays this song live. It is a thousand times better than the the studio version, and I, like, oh, it's just so crazy. Like, I looked at it, and I learned how to play it on guitar within. 20 minutes and I learned every word and it's just it's one of those songs that's going to stick with me for a long 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 time all the people listening are probably thinking wow these guys are they they like pretty they like Luke Combs like a bit Uh, I can go ahead and tell you me and Landon probably this latest album that he released we probably knew every word to every song probably five or six days after the song was released (laughs) there's not a day that goes by that I don't listen to at least three of the songs on the album Uh, I'm I started out. I was big into Deer today, uh, Blue Collar Boys. Now I'm starting to get into Does to Me. Yeah. Um, Every little bit helps. Nothing like you. I mean, I don't know. I don't. I'm. I can't say I know every word to every song yet. But for the for the, I think there's nine new ones that had been pre-released. I know every word too. So yeah. Me and Caleb. This was probably the the best episode. We could have done a whole episode on Luke Combs. <laughs> we really, <laughs> really could have. We basically have. So if you guys have fast forwarded uh, through this, or if you haven't fast forwarded and you've stuck around, thanks for listening to our rant on Luke Combs. Um, I'd say he's my favorite artist currently right now. Would you say? I, so? I agree. I'm right yeah. there with you. So, all right. Well, we'll, we'll now get into our third songs. Um, they're not Luke Combs. I promise. You'll get to hear stuff <laughs> from other people. So Caleb. What is your third song of your top uh, three? The guy who sings this song, I feel like he's like a little bit underrated. People don't listen to him a lot anymore. But uh, my third song would be What I Love About Sundays by Craig Morgan. Craig Morgan, great. Great, 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 great artist. What What makes this song so special to you? I mean, listening to this song uh, and growing up the way I did in the South, um, I mean, going to church, uh, coming home, I mean, he said, he mentioned stuff about putting your blue jeans on and then eating some fried chicken. I mean, yeah. that's exactly what we did. Picked uh, backyard football games with, you know, our little cousins. I mean, it's just every time I listen to that song, I kind of go back into a mindset of like a much more simpler time when I was younger. I about Sunday, sing along as the choir sways, every verse of amazing grace, and then we shake the preacher's hand. Go home into your blue jeans Have some chicken and some baked beans Pick a backyard football team Not do much of and, and I think that's why that song is, is so special to me. And it just it's just such a great song to relax and just kind of, you know, step back from, like, reality and everything and just kind of... Yeah, he honest... I, I, I've current... I mean, I obviously love that song. Um, I didn't hear it um for a long time after i like country music I, the first time i heard it was probably two or three years ago um because I, I grew up in the country late started liking it late so i missed a bunch of songs um that i've actually like learned over the past four or five years um but i always feel like he was underappreciated oh, right, he has so many good songs um, um what was the other one they had bonfire uh, uh redneck yacht club uh, International Harvester, I think he did. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, what was the other one? Almost Home. That's it. That's it. Yeah, I'm looking at the songs right now, so yeah. I got you. But um, yeah, he's one of the, he's got such a distinct voice too. Um, it's one of those voices he starts singing, and you're like Craig Morgan. Yeah, um, absolutely. So I was never huge into Craig Morgan. I was probably one of the people that underappreciated him. 
But that's what I love about Sunday is just such an amazing song. So if you haven't heard it, I'd recommend it uh, very much. So um, my third song is a, my high school theme song, I think. Um, it was one of those songs where we would literally, after school, we'd just roll down our windows and we would go down Highway 378 in Lexington and just blare this song as loud as we could. And that is Good Directions by Billy Carrington. It doesn't get much better than oh, that. Oh, my goodness. I mean, dude. Talk about a song of a decade. Like, if, you, if you're if you a country fan and you don't know that song... If you I don't mean, know who Billy Currington is... Okay, then you music. suck, yeah. But, like, once again, you suck. I've said you suck a lot. But, dude, Good Directions? I mean, what, it doesn't get better than that. And, and I mean, I guess you're kind of catching the drift with country music, the storyline behind yeah. it. In, in, in that song, you know, like, when I was younger, because that song came out when I was a bit younger... I didn't really fully understand it, but, like, as I started getting older, I was like, okay, I started putting pieces together. And, like, the story that that song tells and just just the song in general is is amazing. Yeah. I mean, it really – like, all these guys that we've talked about, all their songs have a story. And this story is just – he's selling turnips on a flatbed truck. Um, and I think I think people get that misconception that – uh, every country song is the same. They're all talk. No, but if you if you truly listen to country music and you truly dive in, uh, there's no song that is alike. I mean, yeah, they might talk about you know breakups, uh, drinking with the buddies and stuff, but they all got like a different story to them. Yeah. Which, which I really enjoy. And this is more of like a love song in a way. It's not really yeah. a love song, but it's just got such a good, uh, just a good story behind it. Um, and j- the music to it is just, oh my gosh, I love it. I told her way up yonder past the caution light There's a little country store with an old coke side You gotta stop in and ask Miss Bell for some of her sweet tea Then a left will take you to the interstate But a right will bring you right back First year of Lander Club Baseball. Um, to any of you OG club baseball guys, we were sitting in a Zaxby's after we played Wofford in our first game ever. This was Lander Club Baseball's first game ever. And this song came on. And we were one of we – there was probably 25 people in there, and we were 15 of them. And this song came on, and we all were clapping and singing as loud as we could in Zaxby's. And the people in the kitchen started singing with us. I mean – this song that that's the effect this song has on people, on me and people. Like, like, tell me if you heard this song anywhere, you wouldn't start singing it. Tell me, go ahead and tell me. Uh, you I, can't. No, I can't because this it's just such it's a such good a, it's an iconic song. song. Yeah, it's an iconic country song, and I truly think that it belongs in in the top three, um, uh, especially my top three. I mean, it's it's probably been one of the top three most listened to songs, country songs that I've ever listened to. Absolutely. Um. So I mean, we I, those were six good songs, dude. They were like we we, we, co- a, we covered it well. Yeah. To all you boomers, that's a big term nowadays. Boomers who are big into like oh John Denver, Country Road Takes Me Home, or uh, Willie Nelson, like whatever. Play some Hank. Yeah, play some Hank. Okay, we'll play some Hank. But well, like we're we're a bunch of we're a twenty and a twenty two year old kid. We'll call us kids. Like these are our top three songs. These are songs that we've known. We can't. You can't be like, well, this is such a classic. Well, one day we're going to be telling our kids that these are classics, like, and your songs aren't going to be heard of. So, 
Well, and I, and one last thing about country music, there's lots of lessons to be taken away from 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 country songs and country music. Um, I may not be the person I am today without listening to country music. Oh, absolutely, and I, I one million gazillion percent agree. So, country music, it's just it's one of the two genres in the world that can really touch your soul. I think country, and then obviously worship music. I mean, there's other things that can, but these songs to me can just touch my heart. So, uh, that'll wrap up another episode of Three Songs in the Truth. Uh, that was freaking fun, dude. Thanks for being on, Caleb. Thanks for having me. Yeah, man. absolutely. Um, be sure to tune in next time. Uh, we're gonna have a great special. What I said in the beginning of the of the show is that it's Christmas time, obviously. So we're gonna have a Christmas special. So we're gonna have a few new guests. Uh, I think this will be the first episode where we're gonna have multiple guests. Um, we're still lining up a few of them, but it is gonna be a heck of a time. There may even be a few Christmas giveaways or two. So be sure to follow us um, on anchor.fm slash three songs. That's the number three. Um, And once we get on Spotify, be sure to share it on your social media. And if you send me proof that you do, you may be in the winning for a Christmas giveaway. So once again, that is another episode of Three Songs and the Truth. And as always, we will see you guys later. Thank you.